Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got a good one for you today. We are counting down the days until puck drops in the regular season. Um, we're recording this Monday, so uh, to about 48 hours from now, we'll be watching um, blues hockey for the first time in what feels like forever. Um, so I'm, excited. I'm really excited about that. I know Tommy's excited about that. Uh, we're going to be getting into the last bit of training camp news. There was a scrimmage that we're going to talk about, uh, as well as Jay Bowmeister's retirement, uh, and then just sort of prepare for the season. But first, I want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. All right, Tom, before we jump into it, how was your weekend? Do you have a good – I know you moved back into school. Yeah, so it's pretty It's pretty nice. Uh, just say like goodbye to some like friends and family and all that stuff. Uh, before I left, uh, I'd embark on the three-hour drive back down here. Uh, but it's my last semester, so that's going to be nice. Graduate and then finally end this chapter of my life with school and uh, move on to bigger and better things. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm planning to make the most of it while I'm down here, so – We'll see how it goes. There you go. There you go. Yeah, um, I'm heading back to school as well in a, in a couple of weeks. And I know the thing I'm most excited about is how much more freedom we're going to have recording this podcast. Because um, right now, or at least I'm working almost you know five or six days a week, recording right when I get home and then going to bed. Um, not to mention with the season starting up soon, it's going to be real nice. Just, uh, you know, we're going to be, I'm sure we're going to be up at, uh, 1 a.m. after a lot of these games. And who knows if, um, if they're good enough, we'll probably be, uh, probably be inclined to hop on and record a pod right when the game ends at like, you know, one or two in the morning. Exactly. Which will, which will, which will definitely lead to some spectacular. Uh huh. A lot of knee jerk reactions. You can only get it here on the Lockdown oh, yeah. Blues podcast. Five times a week. Come Absolutely. on. Where else are you getting this? Five times a week. Daily Blues content. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but uh, kicking off today's episode, a uh, bit of a, not somber news, but a bit of a, bit of a sort of a slower news, uh, less less exciting news. Um, we kind of all saw it coming. It was pretty much confirmation. Um, yeah, confirmation. Everything but the crossing the T's and dotting the I's. And that was kind of the official today. And that would be Jay Bobeister announced his retirement. Uh, Blues made it official. He made it official. Uh, Blues released some statements. Um, so I think Tommy and I just wanted to kind of take a few minutes to reflect on his career and just, uh, you know, say a job well done to j Yeah, I mean, you just got to, like, anytime a player of that caliber ends his career, uh, especially under the circumstances that it happened, you just kind of got to kind of take some time to reflect on everything that he put into this league. Uh, the blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, the guy played 1,200 games eight years with St. Louis, 17 years with the big dogs, uh, was a staple on Team Canada, uh, one of the few members of the Triple Gold Club in the NHL. He's got the Stanley Cup, he's got the Olympic Gold, and he's got the World Championship as well. So Jay Bomeister is a special player. Uh, no one's going to forget what he brought to this league or to the St. Louis Blues anytime soon. 
Um, and all there's left to say is uh, congratulations on a fantastic career. And I think just looking back, um, if you had to really pick out one thing from his career, and especially his time with the Blues, and you know that's really hard to do because he brought so much to the table every time it's up in the ice. But I think it's I think it's consistency with Jay Bowmeister, and I think we saw the same player um, game one of his Blues career that we did, you know, in his final game um, with the Blues, you know, even though it did end in unfortunate circumstances. Um, besides his uh, start to the Stanley Cup season, uh, where it was almost rumors of him getting cut because he was dealing with that uh, injury recovery, every single time he stepped in on the ice, he was, I don't want to say he was a dominant defenseman, but he was a damn good defenseman and no no regression, no steps back year in, year out. You always knew what you were getting with him, and that was... 20 25 minutes of really really solid reliable d and i don't think the blues would have won a cup without him and there's a reason why he he was number two or three to get the cup i don't remember but uh there's a reason why he was uh really really high up on that uh on the on in line to get handed the Stanley cup and like tommy said the triple gold which i think has only been done less than five or so times ever by any uh hockey player um so definitely can't go understated how impressive that accomplishment is. And he got the Stanley Cup right near the end of his career, which is great. Yeah, I think I think Petro actually handed it off right to him. And that just kind of shows you the respect that, like you, like you were talking about, the players in the league and the players, especially on the Blues, have for J-Bo. Um, but I really do think it's, it's uh, significantly impressive, too, that – uh, even towards the end of his career in the last couple of years here, uh, in in a time where the league has transitioned to so much speed base and when, in a time where the league has transitioned to so much youth and guys coming in and immediately being, what, 19, 20, 21 years old and setting the league on fire. And Jay Bo's over here just still doing his job as a defensive defenseman. Not the most, not the fastest guy, definitely not the youngest guy on the ice, um, but still doing everything he can for the team um, and excelling at that. So I think there's something to be said for that as well. Yeah. And I think kind of looking back, I don't remember, I think it was like an athletic article about a year or so ago. It was like team surveys. Um, He's a workhorse. Was yeah. Biggest gym, right. Biggest gym yeah. rat, you know, and, and, whether it's any any asset, whether you're just looking at first of all, if you're just looking at the the headshots for the players, you think that Jay Bowmeister was like a athletic trainer or something that got mixed in with the or players. librarian. No, just looking at the yeah, no, looking at looking at um looking at again just his headshot. Obviously, don't judge a book by his right. cover, but whatever. Uh, looking at his style of play, you don't necessarily see a guy that is lives in the gym just because he didn't sort of rely on his strength and his. Um, his you know gym gym related abilities so much, but then you realize then you see that the players voted him as the biggest gym rat at that point. He was you know late thirties, a year away from retirement, um, and still was not only was in the gym so much, was in the gym enough to leave that impression on his teammates. Uh, I think that goes to show why his career was so long and why he had literally until his heart gave out on him, um, he he played and gave it one hundred percent every night. And I think that's sort of the go, goes happens behind the scenes. Almost like every time you show up to the gym, there's J-Bo in the corner lifting or doing legs or whatever. Um, and I think that that is sort of how Ryan O'Reilly um, holds the kids after practice. I think that's a big part of the culture in St. Louis um, and, and hardworking and, and, you know, training 110% even after practice ends, giving it five more reps than you think you need, whatever it may be. Um, and I think that really starts with J-Bo Meester. 
uh, and the work ethic that he brought to the team. A, a guy like that and the work ethic that he brought in night in and night out, like you were talking about, uh, that's got to have a ripple effect, you know? And even after, like, even after this news of him retiring and even after uh, guys go on and play elsewhere, like Alex Petrangelo, um, um, even though he's not going to be on the team this season, I think those things that they've learned by just by playing with Jay Bo Meester um, and being in the same locker room with him, uh, they'll carry on with them wherever they go throughout their hockey career. So he definitely has that lasting impact uh, that any hockey player really strives to have that impact on a team that goes deeper than just face value and being being a magnificent player on the ice. There's something to be said for uh, what he's put together throughout his career as well. All right. Uh, sort of transitioning, Tommy. Do you think the Blues are going to win the division this year? Just real quick. Dang. Win the division? Um, I would say, I mean, they've got a shot now. I would say, I would say gut, gut, gut reaction is no, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Okay. Okay. So, so you got a little bit of confidence there. Um, would you be willing to put your money where your mouth is? Would I, be, you know, I mean, I, I would, I mean, the odds for them to win the Stanley Cup are extremely low, so I feel like the odds for them Ooh. to win the division are probably pretty nice um, in okay. terms of making money okay. off of it. So I'd, I'd throw some money down on it for sure. Okay. Seems like a good and, bet. And where, where, would you, where do you go about doing that, Tommy? Oh, there's only one place I would go, Josh. You already know. It's got to be betonline.ag. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tommy is right. Uh, if you're like us and you got hot takes, uh, you got these sports opinions that not a lot of people share, uh, especially the, the guys making the sports books over in Vegas. If you got opinions that they don't share, then you're missing out if you're not checking out betonline.ag. It is your number one place for all your betting needs. Um, we love them over here at Locked On Blues. Uh, don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Don't miss out. Hockey season's right around the corner. Place those last-minute bets. Like I said, hot takes, anything you think might come to fruition and you want to not only have the satisfaction of being right but also have the satisfaction of putting some money in your pocket when you're right check out betonline.ag and the best part is if you go on and you use promo code locked on you'll get a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit so like i said no reason not to check them out especially with the hockey season right around the corner a lot of bets um not won't be able to be placed but you're gonna want to get them in before the season begins um you know, to get the max value possible. So like I said, only one place you can do that, betonline.ag, and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right. So uh, I don't know, if, is there was yesterday the, the, the final scrimmage of... Uh, of the training campers or one more? I would assume that was the last one, but... Yeah, yeah. So, assuming that was the last scrimmage, the Blues did play in their final scrimmage, uh, inter-squad scrimmage together. Uh, the Blues won 4-2, to two, which is great. Or 4-1, to one, maybe? I don't know. I have one source that's 4-1, to one, one source is 4-2. to two. Regardless, 4-1, um, final score, at least based on what I'm looking at. And a um, lot to be excited about, at least in the goal scorers and also just the, the high-level performers. Um, so per Jeremy Rutherford, Team Blue uh, scored four, O'Reilly getting one, Cairo getting two, and Mike Hoffman getting one off of a Rob Thomas. What was that, what was that second one you said? I believe Cairo got two goals. Front of the pod. Front of the pod. Next Blue superstar, Jordan Cairo. Um, and then Sonny got one for uh, Team White. Um, and then 
Jeremy Oh, it's an empty said, netter. He's, he said, Hail Mary, full of grace, three quarters of the ice. Oh, that's right. Sling that's it right. down. <laughs> right. I remember that. That was nice, too. Because we were, I, honestly, that goal is huge, too, because a lot of times, uh, especially in the playoffs, when, uh, they would pull their goalie and we'd have it in our defensive zone. We would miss the net every time. So to see that first try sling it right into the twine, love to see that for sure. And, and you know, maybe the best part is um, we once again forgot a defenseman when talking about our depth list. And uh, actually, I don't know if you, I don't know if you so much as forgot him as uh, I ignored you him. You, you, yeah, purposefully. Um, but but Jake Wallman definitely shined in that last scrimmage and adds another name to the Blues' seemingly never-ending list of NHL-ready defensemen. Yeah, I tell you what, man, I just I I definitely got caught up in looking at the stats and seeing that that plus minus. I mean, like, oh, he's probably not good defensively with a minus twenty or whatever he was. Um, but man, that that scrimmage, he looked fine in his own defensive zone. Um, in the offensive zone, I believe he had a couple chances where I just left me with my mouth open. Uh, obviously, Jordan Bennington made the save on him a couple times, but uh, he looks like a facilitator in the offensive zone. I think that's the reason that he got the contract that he did. I think that's the reason they see so much potential in him uh, is being that guy who can kind of sling it around the blue line um, and find the open man and get a lot of assists at the same time. So I, I like what I saw from Jake Wallman. I would like to apologize to him yes. and everyone uh, that that was backing him up because I, I'll take the L on that one. I was wrong. Yeah, I mean, all right. I want to take a minute to, to kind of work through mentally this uh, this defenseman situation we've got going on. So the the locks the locks are Pareko, Krug, uh, Dunn, and uh, who am I forgetting? Uh, Scandella. Uh, Scandella. Those are the those are those are four definite players who are going to be in the lineup, and then we're looking at the third pairing. It could be anyone that we've talked about in the past few weeks. It could be you know the old heads like Bortuzzo, Gunnarsson, um, could be Jake Wallman, could be Scotty Perunovic, could be Nico Mikola's Mikula. making a lot of noise. Um, yeah, yeah. Who who are we missing? Who are we missing? Ranky. <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh dang, we really did miss a lot because I'm just not thinking about Justin Falk and how oh he's going to have a, he's gonna have a fantastic year. Justin Falk. No, but it, it, it. I mean, the depth is is there, and I really don't think you know the of all the names we just listed, besides like the guys that are locks. I really don't think there's too much separation between any of them, which is uh, definitely a benefit for the Blues. Um, It'll encourage competition. You know, these guys are going to be playing for a spot night in, night out. Um, I could even see, you know, guys in the top four not necessarily playing for a lineup spot, but, um, you know, they could end up on the third pair. Get shuffled a little bit, these. yeah. Right, exactly, exactly. We know Barubi isn't, isn't afraid to shuffle the lines and play guys high or low based on, you know, their only their recent performance. He doesn't really care uh, what you what, sa- what your salary is, what your name is what your stats are on the year if you if you're hot the last five games you'll be on the first line if you're if you're playing like crap the last five games you're on the fourth line doesn't matter who you are um so definitely an opportunity for a lot of guys to uh, emerge this year we've been talking about it for so long um but i really do think that the the key to the blues taking that next step this year and and uh i guess contending for a stanley cup is going to be get a couple you know one or more of sort of the names we've been throwing around these last few weeks to take that next step and emerge as a real solid NHL player, player whether it be one of the defensemen we've been talking about, Tory Krug, um, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, who knows? But uh, the more the merrier at this point. 
Um, Vince Dunn just got a new bridge contract. He's probably going to be looking for a payday, so he's going to be balling out. You already know that's going to happen. But Tory Krug obviously uh, got some got some remarkable comments from the captain Ryan O'Reilly in uh, positive stature about his power play handling. Uh, so that's promising. Colton Pareko looks like he's doing everything right. Our neutral zone entries look fantastic. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, the defensive pairings and the and the depth that we have on the defensive side of the puck could be what takes us to the Stanley Cup finals. Man, you know, Tom, the Blues lineup is is almost as stacked as the lineup of uh of a built built bars. I like the segue, Josh. I like it. As you know, Built Bar has been with us for a long time and they are the best. How many flavors, Josh? Oh, you got you got 18 flavors including the 12 originals. And six brand new flavors. Cherry Barcia mm-hmm. is a good one. Apple Almond Crisp. That's my favorite. Uh, and then you got my classics God. like peanut butter, peanut butter brownie, mint brownie, chocolate. Oh, they're all absolutely delicious. So tasty. And the best part is they're healthy. So, you know, if you open a Bilt Bar, it's covered in delicious chocolate. It looks like a candy bar. You can't really tell it apart from, you know, something you get at the grocery store, like a Snickers, Milky Way, whatever. But it's good for you. It's got like 15 grams of protein per bar, only 150 calories. Good night. Thanks for playing. Uh, yeah, f- 15 or so grams of protein, around 150, 180 calories per bar, depending on what flavor you get. Um, and you get some with nuts, some without nuts. They got something for everyone, and they're absolutely delicious. Go to BillBar.com right now and check out their whole catalog. Um, the new flavors, the old flavors, whatever whatever floats your boat. You can get variety packs. You can get all packs of one flavor. You're missing out if you're not checking them out. Uh, go to BillBar.com right now if you want to get the best tasting protein bar on the market. So like I said, BillBar.com. Use promo code Locked On and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's BillBar.com and promo code Locked On for 20% off. And we'll be right back with the end of today's episode. How do you want to close this one out? We could talk about the waivers. Uh, we could talk about. Let's talk about taxi, taxi squad, and uh, Mike Hoffman. So it was announced today that uh, on waivers today are Jacob De- De- Jacob De La Rose, Mackenzie McEachern, Jake Wallman, Nathan Walker, Curtis McKenzie, Sam Anus, John Gillies, Mitch Renke, and Steve Stephen Santini. Uh, we're all placed on waivers by the St. Louis Blues. Uh, I think something important to note here is that there's a lot of names that seem familiar. Obviously, De La Rose and McEachern. Um, Jake Wallman had a good camp, and a lot of people like Nathan Walker as well. A lot of those names, um, I don't think they're trying to get rid of them. A lot of, well, most of these names, I don't think they're trying to get rid of them, but they do have to clear waivers to be placed on the taxi squad. So I think that's important to note uh, in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. But they also have a lot of players that are waiver exempt. So we've we've hit we've hit the the same point over and over and over again. How this season is going to be so weird and and un you know unexpected, whatever it may be. And I don't know if any of you guys watch the NBA or I don't know if Tommy watches the NBA, but. Uh, there's been such chaos, you know, games are getting postponed, but also teams have been playing with seven players or eight players in their lineup when you need five on the floor at one time. Um, players that have, haven't suited up in a year, two years are, are playing just because teams are so desperate because of COVID is recon, um, racing through their entire locker room. Um, so definitely uh, expect to see those names with the team. 
periodically throughout the year, um, whether it be, you know, injuries, COVID, um, just earning the playing spot. So like Tom said, I don't think we should expect to see those guys sort of sitting in the AHL for a full year, especially considering the Blues are sharing an AHL team. I think um, Bruby and Armstrong are going to want their young guys to sort of play with the big club rather than the AHL team, just to not get their minutes um, sort of lessened by, by sharing it with a team with a really, really deep prospect pool like Vancouver. So I think we definitely need to expect to see some weird lineups, expect to see some of those guys that Tommy just mentioned on the waivers, but also just other guys that we're probably not even thinking of right now, um, making the lineup for a game or so here and there. Um, and I think it provides a really, really good opportunity for some of the lesser known names in this organization to prove themselves. Um, and we've seen that in years past, you know, we've seen guys come up and, and, or, or join the team and just play a hell of a lot better than expected. Look at Marco Scandella last year. He was sort of added to be like a seventh rotation defenseman and just spot in when needed. And then he ended up being one of the best defensemen on the team down the stretch. Um, so I think a lot of guys and Jordan Bennington, that's a perfect example. Um, mm-hmm. so I think we're going to see a lot of guys that maybe typically would not have made it uh, to the Blues roster this year, uh, get some playing time just because, you know, if COVID were a thing, I'm sure there was going to be a lot less injury de- injury needs uh, or, or, you know, the lineup would be a lot less thin. But uh, it's almost a blessing in disguise um, when you have the sort of depth that the Blues have, the ability to kind of rather than having your hands tied behind your back and saying, oh, crap, do I play this guy or this guy? Brube and Armstrong would be able to, use the inevitable injuries and COVID protocol guys to as an opportunity rather than a detriment and use it as an opportunity to play um, sort of the guys that are fringe players and see if they can earn their spot rather than just letting them sit, sit around in the AHL all year. Right, exactly. So some of the names that uh, weren't waiver eligible uh, is Paganski, Nolan Stevens, uh, Jake Neighbors, Mikola, Tucker, Perunovic and Hofer. Um, so just kind of taking all of those guys, I want to call them like fringe players, but players that really aren't on like the main roster of the Blues right now. I think in terms of like a taxi squad, I'd probably, I'd put De La Rose on there, mm-hmm. McEachern on there mm-hmm. for sure. I think those are locks. Um, Jake Wallman, I think, should be on that list. And then I would probably do Pagansky and Mikula yep. to round it out. Yep. Maybe add another guy, yep. but I think that makes I think that makes a lot of sense in terms of like the Blues play style and what they like to do, uh, and rounding out most of the positions and giving them depth where they need it. Yep. So not to mention that as of right now, Sammy Blay isn't even in the lineup. Um, that is true. Uh, he's kind of gotten pushed out by Kyle Clifford. Um, which, like I said, could be a good thing. Um, you know, you could do it sort of a matchup based thing if you really need that that grit, grind it out style. You put Clifford in there. If you need sort of a, a speed combined with a hard hitting game, you put Sammy Blay in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and another guy like, that sort of was on the cusp, I'd say, before this training camp and has been Jordan Cairo. But at the moment, I don't think there's any reason to assume he, he wouldn't be a guaranteed roster player. Um, for the, at least for the start of the season, you know, I think it's his spot. I think it's his spot to lose, um, which is really exciting. Like you said on the last pod, he he could be and very well might be the next blue superstar. He has the tools um, and the ability to to be a really dynamic player in this league, and it's just a matter of kind of putting putting all the pieces together. Uh, and I think this year would be a perfect opportunity for him to do that. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think anytime you take a, a prospect who has been had talked about his like afterburners and his skate speed and his skating ability for so long um, and put him in a league that's transitioning to one that's speed based on a team uh, that's mostly has a defensive system um, that gives him a little more leeway to where he doesn't have to get back every time because he knows that he can rely on the guys um, to take care of business in their defensive zone. Uh, I think that's a recipe for success. And that's, that's why I said what I said. And that's why I think he's going to be a superstar uh, in this league because not only because of his talent and capabilities as a hockey player, because I think those are all there and he hits a lot of uh, nails on the head in that regard, but the system, uh, that he's playing within and developed in, I think, sets him up for success as well. So we'll see what happens. Hold me to it. All right. I think we're getting to the end of today's episode. But before we go, first of all, I want to remind you guys about Locked on Bets. Um, we were talking first segment of the show. We talked about bet online. Now, if you're like me and really have no clue what a smart bet would be, but you have some ideas, go check out the Locked On Bets podcast. They got all the information for you. They they'll make you sound really smart. You can hear them with a take and a bet, and you can make that bet. You make money and you brag to your friends. Uh, so definitely check them out. And then also listen to check out tomorrow's episode uh, for a. I guess we're gonna be doing a game preview. Um, yeah. Tomorrow oh, wow. Been a minute. <laughs> yeah. Get a couple yeah, of locked so- on players of the game. How about you? Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. I don't know exactly how the schedule is going to work, but the next few episodes are going to be a game preview, a season preview, um, a game reaction. After the first game of the season, we'll be reacting to that. And then there's another game in a few days that we'll be having to preview and react to as well so uh off-season content this might be our kind of our last little off-season episode yeah um, excited to get back get, in the swing before, of it before we fully yeah before blues we lose game one fire sale it. sell it all <laughs> Just whatever kidding. hey you know what even if they do we're gonna be right here talking about it and that's <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about that yeah it should be a lot of fun Definitely, definitely stay tuned for that. We got some really, really fun episodes coming up this week. Um, this is the first first time that we're going to be able to cover a season from start to finish over here at Locked On Blues. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. You know, we've been talking about this seemingly forever, even when the, the Blues were still in the playoffs last year and in between. We were talking about this off season and this upcoming season, and that all starts in a few days, and we're going to be covering it right here. So if you don't want to miss an episode, uh, which why would you? It's great stuff. Hit that follow or subscribe or whatever button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us to. That way you get notified whenever we upload a new episode. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LockedOnBlues. We post all kinds of content there, posting clips from the interviews, memes, takes, whatever it may be. Check us out there. And then follow my personal Twitter at NHL. Follow Tommy's at T Welshire Fifth. Also, drop a review. Let us know how we're doing. Wouldn't mind that a little bit. Good, good or bad, we're always here for uh, constructive criticism. So appreciate you guys with that. Yeah, if you like, if you like what you hear, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that. If you leave your name, we'll give you a shout out. And yeah, I think that's all we got. But uh, thanks so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.